bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you in Jesus' name. Take your Bible with me to this popular scripture that is very necessary even in our lives. That I believe that is going to be a blessing unto you and also unto the people that are well connected to you even in life, friends, and then families. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. The Lord bless you. And keep you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Take your Bible with me to the book of Ephesians chapter 1, the verse number 6, 1 to 6. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 to 6. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 to 6. Ephesians chapter 6, the verse 1 to 6. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. For this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment, which promise that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. And your father and you, fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Bond servants, be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, in security of hearts as to Christ, not with eyes, 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 as men pleasers, but as one servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the hands. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for such a time given to us. Pray that your name will be glorified. Pray that your hand will be so heavy in our midst and shower your blessings even in our lives. And we may see your glory and be well empowered in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It is unto every individual as a son to obey the Lord. It is unto every son to obey the Lord. God expects us that we may obey Him. God expects us as believers that we may obey Him and not to do what pleases us but to do what is the will of our Lord. There are so many kinds of people that are living kind of lives. And living any kind of life that they want. And I want to tell you, God bless you, sir. God bless you. God expects us that we live a life of obedience. The life of obedience. The life of obedience. I am talking to you today, this morning, with the obedience unto the parent. The obedience unto the parent. was given back by somebody. Even Jesus, being the son of man, the son of God, was being given back by somebody. God was not able to come, was not able to be subdued, come onto this earth in his own way. But God decided to deliver 
his beloved son unto us through birth. So the childbearing is a necessity that we cannot do anything without it. That is why some of the foreign countries they don't joke with their children. When I was I was studying the laws concerning children about in the land of Germany that meaning that according to the law of Germany about children when you are living as a parent and you give birth you have given birth to the child although but the child is not for you the child is for the country is for the government so you cannot do whatever you want to the child Even if the child is a female, then you are dead. Female children and females are very important and well necessary to them. Not because of anything, because they are the people that they used to be their nation. And I want to tell you something very great over here. That God is a respecter of persons. The Bible says that Jesus and the mother, even the, the father, there was a feast in Jerusalem. The Bible says that when they went with Jesus and after the feast, they left. They moved a journey, one mile, one day journey and they realized that Jesus is not with them. The Bible says that he went to, they, they decided to get back and they came into the synagogue. But I was saying that when they came to the synagogue, they saw Jesus sitting there with the, 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 the Pharisees and the people that are knowledgeable. And he was giving ideas. Sitting down in the house of the Lord. And when the mother, they saw him, the Bible saying that, when they say that your mother is calling you, he said, no, it is time that I have to be at my father's business. Even after all these words, he said, he obeyed the parents. He obeyed them. He gave reference to them. And followed them back to Nazareth. So, obedience is well necessary. Bible saying that there was a man called Abraham. Bible saying that Abraham obeyed God. And even his obedience transformed him and caused him to become the father of all nations. So any individual that said to obey can never walk in an empty destiny. Anybody that is obedient can never walk in an empty destiny. He will surely live and enjoy a fruitful life. From today, may the Lord empower you to be obedient. May the Lord empower you that you may obey. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord empower you that you may obey. The place where we read, the Bible said, Children, you must obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. Let me tell you, most of us have been, has been uh, quoting these scriptures. Most of us have been quoting these scriptures wrongly. He said, obey your parents, for this is right. It is a lie. We need to obey our parents in the Lord. In the Lord. According to the laws, according to the words of the Lord. Not according to the words of the parents. You should obey your parents in the Lord. So, 
it is unto every individual that you obey your parents in the Lord. In, when you talk about in the Lord, we're talking about in the word. In the Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ. So, obeying your parents must be in the Lord Jesus Christ. So, every individual who is ever willing to obey God must obey his parents, must obey the parents in the Lord. So, obeying your parents outside the Lord is not obedience in, the, in, 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 in Christianity. It's outside the box. So, you must obey your parents in the Lord. According to the word of God. So if you are there and your parent tells you that sister, this our daughter, you are looking so beautiful. This is a man that you have seen that you have money. Although you are married, but we want you to go and then sleep with this man so that he gives us money. He said he wants to sleep with you. You're looking beautiful. So your parents are telling you that. The man is having money, he's saying that he wants to sleep with you so that he give them money. And it's just because that your parents have said it, and you want to sit down and tell us that your parents said, Bible say that we should obey our parents, so your, your parents are saying it, so you are going to obey them. No, that is not what the Bible says. It said, obey your parents in the Lord according to the word of God, not according to the will of man. Obeying your parents is in the Lord. It must be in the Lord, not according to the will of man. It is not obeying your parents in man. So if your parents are telling you things that are outside the word of God, contrary to the word of God, if your parents are giving you orders, orders, commands, which are contrary to the word of God, you should ignore, you shouldn't obey. Shouldn't obey. The Bible says that the Lord told Abraham, Leave your father's house. Do you think that Abraham leaving his father's house, his father will not say anything? Do you think that? Have you realized that the Lord telling Abraham that Abraham, leave your father's house? Do you think the experience will sit down and then just look at him and then allow him to go? Do you think so? But as well as the Lord told him that leave your father's house, he left. He left. He left. He obeyed God rather than more than that of his parents. Are you, are you getting me clear here? Are you getting me clear here? Are you getting me clear? So any individual who wants to live and pleases God, by obey, gaining the blessings of his parents, must obey the parents in the Lord, not in the will of the parents. For that is the right will. He said, for this is right. So if you are able to obey your parents in the Lord, for this is the one that is right. This is the one that is right. So every individual that wants to live a purposeful and fruitful life must obey the parents in the Lord. And so therefore, as you obey them in the Lord, you give them honor, respect. You honor them. You give them reverence. You give them respect. There was a time a certain guy was with us when I was in deeper life and at that time I was not in assemblies of God, not even becoming a pastor in assemblies of God, but rather I was in a, a deeper life. So there was a guy that was at church. His father was a drunkard and the guy was a good Christian. The father always Force him to go and buy some drink, drinks, alcoholic drinks for him. And the guy denies. And the father always opening the mouth to curse. You, you suffer in life. I'm sending you my son. You, you go to church. The Bible says you should honor the Lord. And 
I'm sending you to go and buy something for me. You are not going to buy it. You will suffer. Today, the guy is in the U.S. The father is still a drunkard. The father is still a drunkard. The guy is in the U.S. right now. The father is still a drunkard. So, if you obey God in a certain dimension and your parents even curse you, there are some parents, they curse Papa. So some of you parents that you have not been giving good orders to your children and you curse them anyhow, it will not work. It will not work. It, they won't work. They won't work. Bible said, if you are going to and then you any So let us sit down and then make sure that we give honor, we honor our parents. I'm not saying that you shouldn't respect your parents. Let me tell you that your parents are the people that the Bible says that for this you should honor your father and mother. For this is the first commandment with a promise. So when you honor them, there is a promise. Purpose by God that you should you can enjoy. And when you honor them, I tell you, it shall be well with your soul. Specifically about your father. When you honor your father very well, I tell you, it shall be well with you. It shall be well with you. It shall be well with you. I remember I always use myself as example. In every kind of sermon that I preach, I almost every time there was a time in my own house I was going through something with my family, and because I was a young prophet in my family, wow, that's what. So I was with my parents, and the way I was serving God. My father was not also a good Christian. He goes to church and then he goes to the shrine. So things were not working in the house. One time I, I heard it from one friend of my father and he was saying like, your father said, whenever he goes to any shrine to go and take something and bring it to the house, when you come there, the thing does not work again. The man calls and tells him that, as well as this son of yours is in the house. This will not work. Oban be a pallet. Be a pallet away. And it got into a point in time. And my father was not okay with me. So me, for my life, my whole entire life, even SHS, they took deeper life people to take care of me at the SHS. It was the Church that they helped me at the SHS to complete SHS. It wasn't easy. And afterwards, I, I gave all this grace upon, upon my life. And when I stopped deeper life and moved to Assemblies of God, the way the deeper life people were angry. <laughs> I tell you, the way they were angry. And it was not my fault as well. Because the way they were doing things and the way they, they do their things. When I see something, I tell them, and this is what I'm seeing. They say, the pastor will tell me, how do you see? How? How? When I when they are doing prayers and then we go for night prayers. So when I take the microphone, immediately I take the microphone, people will be falling. And the pastor will be like, hey, hey, we don't do some, something like that yet. I have a yes, I need one more. And I was not comfortable there. <laughs> I was not comfortable. <laughs> I was not comfortable. So things were not working. But I needed to at least move into assemblies of God. But later and later, hey, God has taken us through a lot. We have gone through certain things a lot, I tell you. And assemblies of God, too, when I moved to assemblies of God, and I was going through a whole lot of things. They just opened a new branch and decided to give me that branch too. And my father said, I just came into Assam Support. And then my father was in Assam Support. 
I just came into a service of God. I met some people at the church. I they did not they, they did not send the, the, the those people I met them to Bible school. They want to send me to school. He will not understand, he will not accept it, including a certain kind of thinking. He said, I came to meet this thinking here. They did not send their man to school, and they are sending me to school. He will not accept it. <laughs> and at that time I was young. I just completed SHS two years after. It was not even after two years. So you see that kind of Christianity from SHS to the house, the hot fire. <laughs> so the maturity was not there. So all these things that when I experienced these things, I left the place. <laughs> I left there. My later by fortune. And then the pastor saw me that he said, This one come back. And I have come back. Amen. The Lord bless you. So, if you are living with certain kinds of parents and you are not careful, you will fight with them every day. You will fight with them. You will fight with them. I remember when I am a firstborn and I was there, my father decided to take what the, my, my junior brother. He said he wanted to send my junior brother outside Ghana. A family land he sold. You did not tell me. He told only my sisters. He want to send my brothers to school. And I don't know how the person who is sending my brother got my number. The person called me and said, this is what your father is trying to do. Why? What is wrong with you? Are you fighting with your father? I said, no. Because I am doing the work of God. I don't have money. What to eat is even a problem to me. So they don't like me. What to eat is a problem. When you see the kind of uniforms I'm wearing, they, they, know, they see that there is nothing good that can come out of me. So that's what they see me, but that is not so. And later, the thing bounced. <laughs> the thing bounced. And then my father came to me and said, Nana, Nana, this was what I decided to do. But it couldn't work. The person has also taken the money. Way then, I think it was 2017. 600 million. It wasn't a small money. 600 million within that time. And a whole lot of this happened. And he said, Can you pray that the person will bring the money? Look at this. Look at this. He said, you know that say I will tell you you will be quite you can. Until a man can't tell. And to say the truth, things were not working. And he told me, and I prayed, and I told him to go and do this and do that, do that. And when he did it, the person brought the money, some of the money, more than half of the money. For that one, he did not give me some of the money. He squandered it. <laughs> Let's continue. This. So, parents, some of the parents are controversial. You shouldn't be a controversial parent. You shouldn't be a controversial parent. If not, a time will come, you will see your children and you cry. You see your children and you cry. Today, when my father, my father will not even sit down with him yesterday, that he will not call me. Now he sees that, no, the work I have taken. There is something good that can come out of it. Come out of me. He has been calling me. Even if he wants to travel, he will call me and say, Nana, I am going this place home. For me, that he never decided, even when he wants to just do anything in the family, when they are calling a family meeting, he was not calling me. He will call my younger brother, my junior brothers, and they will do family meeting. They will not call me. Because at that time, I tell you, things were not well. I was preaching, I was prophesying, I was doing everything, but things were not well. So it is unto you as a child of God that you obey your parents. And some of the parents, I want to tell you, don't provoke your children. Don't do what is not good to your children. Because there are certain kinds of children when you do things to them, in the future they will remember. And by that time, you may work and you have some kinds of pension 
kind of um, your slate and everything will be available. But you need the help of your children. So you should treat your children very well and take them like your friends. Take them like your friends. Take all your children to be like friends of yours. Communicate with them. Talk to them. And a time will come. Your children, the children you have treated them well, they can never forget you. You have helped them, push them forward in life. And that is going to be a good destiny in your life. So you should obey your parents and also honor them. And when you honor them, that it may be well with you. That when you live, you may live long on it. And I want to tell you, any kind of child who does not obey the parents can never live long. I'm telling you the truth. If you are a child and you don't obey your parents, you can never live long. You can never live long. Your life will be cut short. I prophesy and I pray for you. May that never be your portion. May that never be your portion. You will live long in the name of Jesus. You shall live long to the glory of the Lord. You will live long. You will live long in the name of Jesus. You will live long to the glory of the Lord in Jesus' mighty name. You will live long. You shall live long to the glory of God in Jesus' mighty name. So, unto you as fathers and mothers, don't provoke your children. When you provoke the children, I tell you, and they are angry, they can speak anything anyhow. And you might not like that kind of word that will come out of the child's mouth. So, it is unto us as believers that we teach our children how to talk, how to communicate with them. We should have a good interaction with your, with your children. You should make sure you build a good relationship. God bless you, sir. I'm so grateful. Amen. So it is unto you as a child of God that you, you, you train your children. Bring them closer to you. If your parents were not able to bring you closer to them, there, are, there were certain kind of parents when they are coming. See them. You, you even go far. One of the days when I was growing up, my father would gather all the children, they would be talking. When I open my mouth and talk, at that time I was looking so ugly. Some say use this word. My face was not good. When you see me, things were not well with me. My grandmother even told me that when my mom gave birth to me, for her, for she herself, for herself. She decided not to take me because I was looking like a lizard. Lizard. You know lizard? You know lizard? I was looking like a lizard. So tiny and looking so bad. Looking so bad. So when I grew up a little, I was looking so tiny so bad and I even think that that's even <laughs> that was the mind that was in my father that this thing this thing he saw my beginning so he, he realized that no this kind of child there's nothing good that can come out of me so growing up in that kind of lifestyle Growing up in that kind of stature, looking so bad in the sight of men, he realized that no, there is nothing good that can come out of me. So therefore, he needs to just do me anything, anyhow. So let me tell you one thing, that parents, you should treat your children very well. Treat them well. Build a kind of friendship within your, you and your children. Build a kind of friendship so that everybody that will see you will see that, oh, this man and his children, oh, nice. Because for me, I did not get that opportunity to be closer to my father. Because 
when he's even talking and I go close to him and I speak, the way he will do his face. So I always exclude myself. I always try to isolate myself. I always try to isolate myself. It is even today that by the grace of God that I am able to just get close to human beings. And I'm able to talk. So, growing up in such kind of stature, it was not well. So, I want to tell you, child God, that if you are growing up as a child, obey your parents. And parents, you don't need to provoke your children. When you provoke them, they will speak words that you don't like. May the Lord help us. And make sure that as well, you give them a good training. Good training. Admonition. Trying to make sure that you train your children very well. Train your children in the ways of the Lord. That when they grow up, they might not depart from it. May God give you the grace to train your children in the name of Jesus. May the Lord give you that grace. Father, give us that grace to train our children in the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord give you that greater grace to train and build your children in the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. And some of the parents, your anger is too much. The anger, a little thing that your child will do. Some of the parents, that the little thing your child will do. Hey, where's Jimmy Baba? Look at the big head. Look at the big head. Especially when they are, they are, they are in longer heads or they are not in good terms with their husbands. The women, look at the head like their father. Look at the head like the, like, 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 like the father. The new papa. papa. Hello. So as well as you have, you are not in good terms with the father, that's mean that you should also fight with the child, be angry with the child. Most of the destroyed destinies in children are not of anything, but they are the words that come that came out from the mouth of the parents. A little mistake your child will commit, you curse the child, you, you will suffer. You, the way your life will, it will not be well with you. And it will not be well with your child. But when she grows up, you will see. When the child grows up, you will see. And the time will come, you will grow old. When you grow old, and that will be the time the child will also be having the strength. Please, Anita, God bless you. The time and the moment when, when you, you grow up, that will be the time that the child will also become strong. And that will be the time you will also have the strength to work and get money. So that time, you will see. That time you will be there and you will see. You will see that the child will stand on your neck. <laughs> the child will stand on your neck. You call the child, you'll be, you'll be an old man. You see, those kind of wicked parents, they, the way they grow older, <laughs> the way God will allow you to grow older, you will grow old. You they have long life. <laughs> long life. So that you see, when you grow up to that level into a certain age and your, your, your children, you do not treat them well. You see, it is not going to be well with you. But when you treated your children very well, you had good plans for your children. You built them. You brought them up in a certain good manner. In a certain good way. You educated them. You sent them to schools. You help them. I tell you, the children will grow up and they become successful. 
And then you understand that indeed, bringing up children in a good manner is a necessity. It's very good. It's very good. There is this kind of man. There was the last time I went to my village and I went to I went for a funeral. When we were going, I met one kind of senior way back in school. And that kind of guy, his father has sent all of them. They are four children. The father is a Google buyer. He has sent all the four children outside Ghana. All the four children. All the four children outside Ghana. And he came, they came for the funeral. When they came, they were living in their big, big cars. Big, big cars. And I was passing by a certain, a certain kind of man. He said, I don't know the man there. 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 Me kwa mi madi, awo si tewo kasi. Me kwa mi madi, me don't go school man ko. Papa mi di na hosa. There was a man standing. He said, "Hey, show me the kind of children. All your children. Which of them did send them to school? Which of them? Who see so many years ago? Who do see kadi nira ya masem? And the who be di na kasi uma go school. Uma be na kum go school. Who di awo kama umani tibu don mayo. Why akokra? You see, there are certain kinds of people that when they have money, they don't care about their children. They send their children to any school, anyhow. Meanwhile, they have money. And later, when they see the progress of somebody, somebody's children, then they begin to envy. May that never be a portion. May God bless you financially that you may be able to send your children to good schools. May the Lord bless you financially that you be able to bring forth your children to good schools and educate them very well. Bring them up successfully that they may see the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. So you should make sure that you train the children very well bring them up and i tell you eh, let me tell you every kind of parent that take good care of his children the children always pray for the father let me tell you this please. and even the children prays for the long life of their father long life that you may enjoy their prosperity, the suffering you have suffered for them, that you may also see and enjoy. So let us all build ourselves in such manners, and the Lord is going to help us. Hallelujah. So let us also, I want to also tell you this, the last thing, and then we, uh, we climate the service close and then any contribution you come with it. The last thing I want to talk about, there are certain kinds of people that when you are living a life, <laughs> glory to Jesus. So there are some kinds of people in their life that the way they live their life, when somebody hands something to them, when they are serving people, they don't serve them well. When they are serving people, they serve with their flesh. They serve with their own desire. Somebody will give you money to do something for you whilst it's not available, whilst it's not around. You use the money miserably. Use the money anyhow. You are under somebody, you are serving, you are working with a senior staff. And 
you always want to get there. You want to just pull the person off and take it off, take his position. Let me tell you, let us sit down, build ourselves, have good mentality, serve God willingly, serve God well, so that the life we are living, we can actually have a good destiny and enjoy life and enjoy it better. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us. So if anybody has handed over something to you, or you are serving somebody, serve him well. Serve him with all your hearts. And if you are able to serve well, the Lord will also bless you. Specifically about women, you should serve your husbands very well. There are certain kind of women, they are not good in serving. They are not good in service. When their husband comes out from work, he said, when we are in the city table, this your food is on the table, go and eat. As if she's talking to his classmates or his children, her children. Your food is on the table, go and eat. You are talking to your husband like that. when you finish go and shower your food is on the table when you finish go and shower and come and sleep you should serve your husband very well service to God is service to mankind so if you are a wife treat your husband very well serve them very well when you prepare food for your husband and your husband has not come from work. Immediately he comes, take his bag, remove his jacket, open his buttons, take off the uniform, allow him to sit down, come and go and take some water, serve him, give him some water to drink. When he's finished, when he's done with the water, try your best. And ask him that how was work today? If work was not good, you shouldn't worry him. And then let me tell you, we don't welcome our husband from work with a long skirt. When your husband is coming from work and you want to welcome him, we don't put on long skirts. You don't put on long skirts. You put on something short, something sexy, something sexy, something romantic, so that even if your husband is angry from work, he did not get a good day from work, and he sees you dressed half naked, you may be enticed. He may be well attracted when he sees you. You see, the breast will be in some lace. See, when you, you put on some kind of lace, breast, covers, uh, and you just get some kind of baby oil and you apply it on your breast, and then by the time your husband will see you, the breast will be shining. The breast will be shining. Then you put on some nice uniform, nice makeup. When immediately he sees you, then his temperature will go down. His temperature will go down. His temperature will go down. So the moment he wake up, you welcome him such way. Then you get him some water, fetch him something. When you give him water to drink. And then you tell me, my, my Lord. The Bible says that Sarah was calling Abraham, my Lord. You call him, my Lord. Please. I have prepared your food on the table. So let us go and eat. 
Even if you have finished your own, go and sit with your husband. When he's eating, then you also put your hand inside. You, you take some of the food and you begin to eat. As if you want to just take some. What person will take a great thing? Oh, did you know something I'm telling you? Or try to just make your husband happy. Eh? When he goes to work and he has not come from home, he has not come home. Or when we pray the most, because when he comes home, the kind of welcome you give to him, the kind of welcome you give to him, the kind of welcome you give to him. The kind of welcome you give to him, I tell you, he will be very comfortable. He will feel so comfortable. And after he has finished eating, take your husband to the bathhouse. Go and bath him. <laughs> after you are finished, he has finished eating. Take the kind of silk that the, the utensils that he ate inside. Put it somewhere. Go put them in the kitchen. Take your husband to the bathhouse. Go and bath him. You don't know. When you bath your husband, and he's even having blood pressure, that blood pressure will go down. The blood pressure will go down. The blood pressure will go down. Take him to the bathhouse. Go and bath him. So, once you are going to bath your husband, you can't take gone. The ladies, you know, gone. Gone. The kind of skirts you put on and then it, it, it even covers your feet. Don't put on such kind of uniform to work on your husband. It won't help you. It won't help you. So, be very active and then obey what God says, the word of the Lord says. And walk with your husband in that manner. So I am entreating you that you always walk under the service of obedience. And I tell you, your marriage, your relationship, your relationship with God, your relationship with man, everything is going to be intact. Your relationship is going to be intact. So build yourself in that manner, and the Lord is going to let you and make your destiny prosperous. May the Lord bless you and continue to lead you, continue to empower you, continue to bless you. May the Lord strengthen you and empower you greatly that you walk in the greatness of the Lord in every avenue in your life. In the name of Jesus, I pray that from today, the Lord will empower you. I pray that from today, the Lord will strengthen you and to do what is good unto the Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, give a big clap unto Jesus. 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 Give it to him. If it is God you are giving to do it big. Do it big. If it is Jesus you are giving to, oh, do it black. Do it big. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord bless you all and continue to keep you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. The floor is open. If you have any question or any contribution, can you please? Can you please um, call in and then come with your question or your contribution? If you have any question or any contribution, don't feel shy. Don't feel shy. Don't feel shy. If you have any contribution, any kind of question, 
please kindly call in. Kindly call in. Or you can show up your hands and I will give you a link to join. There is any question? Any question? Okay. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Is it some of uh, the teachings that parents and I say, uh, yeah, I feel like we need and we need and we need Okay. God bless you so much. Papa, I can't meet you. I can't see you. I can't see you. I can't see you. As you said earlier, they should know the time and when to speak to their children. Papa, I go for baby numbers about say say papa no man no fear no the case about one so. And the best generation. So before said then I'll buy a day and I won't see ya. Mama, papa, hold your lips. What is like? Can we not turn? Say maybe I won't find no maybe. I'm not going to go to the Oh, okay. Um, okay, then. Um, what I'm saying is. <laughs> okay, let me put it this way. Uh, I was encouraging Papa for teaching us this afternoon, and I said. These are some of the words, some of the messages incoming parents or parents we need. And I also said that uh, sometimes when our children offend us, okay, we are human beings. We go to the extent of being so angry to the extent that the words that comes out of our mouth at the end of the day harm the children. So I'm pleading with us all that when you are very hungry, my dear father, my dear mother, my dear sisters, just keep quiet. Never say a word that is going to affect their children in the future. Thank you. Oh, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Let's give on to her. Let's give on to her. Oh, give a big clap on to her. Give a big clap. Give a big clap on to this sister. That's a very good voice. That's a very good voice. That's a very good voice. Who else again? You have any question or any contribution? Any question, any contribution? Any question or any contribution? Please, you can call in if you have any question or any contribution. Okay, Apostle Abraham, my great man of God. Uh, yes, uh, good afternoon, Prophet of God. And good afternoon to everyone here on this platform. Uh, you have such a great family. God bless everyone here. I, I want to uh, make a contribution for the teachings I followed from the scratch and um, to the end. So, uh, like actually, I've been blessed. Yeah, yeah. And this is the message that now we need to listen to transform our lives. This is the best message. I'm, I'm really blessed today. But I, uh, through the teachings, I, 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 I was making some analysis. And uh, after the analysis, I found three things that you were saying. The first one was the spiritual service. The spiritual service where you were telling something about Abraham and Sarah. You gave an example about your own, how your daddy, when you go there in the realm of the spirit, what happens there? And it was very good, the spiritual service. And also the second one that I, uh, I, I jotted down was the physical service. That when your husband or your peers, how you treat them is the same how you treat God. So when, when you are treating God, that God is someone superior, then you must also treat your neighbor as a superior person. And the last one that we thought about was the financial service talking about when your husband goes to work or you have a neighbor that goes to work that your neighbor comes and realize that things were not good at him or for him or her at the work site you have you are, like seriously you have taught us and i'm really blessed i'm really blessed so god bless you and keep you shining and god bless everyone here 
God bless you, Papa of God. Amen. Hello, good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, man of God. Good afternoon, somebody's feelings for Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Yeah, my little contribution I want to add to what you said to us all is if, like, uh, your husband got a fiancé in maybe outside, let's say, garden, you heard it, but don't be offended. And even just keep it to yourself, especially our ladies. We should keep it to ourselves. And so maybe the man will come and tell you the reason. Or he will not come and tell you. But if your friend tells you, don't say, oh, if my man comes home, I'm going to ask him. Just tell the person who told you that, okay, what you are telling me now? If my man comes, I'll ask him. Mm -hmm. If he say, okay, then you know that it's true. But if he say, no, then you know that she is lying. Yes. So don't make any attempts to harass your husband wherever he comes home. Please, especially we the ladies, we are fond of doing that. So on my experience, it's not good. Rather, you are sending your husband out to go and do that. Thank you. This is my little contribution I have to add to it. Oh, Thank that's, you. That's, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's very good. That's very good. Hallelujah. I saw Joseph also calling. The Lord bless you. Oh, what are we saying to the woman of God? God bless you. God bless you, Mrs. Eunice. God bless you so much. God bless you. God bless you so much. God bless you. Any other contribution or any kind of um, question? Any question? Any question or any contribution? Any question or any contribution? Ajay, I thought you wanted to say something. I think you called, right? Good afternoon, man of God. Good afternoon, Mr. We thank God for such a wonderful enlightenment message. My question is, assuming in my youthful age, I was stubborn and I did something wrong, so my parents cursed me. Now I'm old. I have accepted Christ as my savior. I want to ask, does the curse still holds? Or because now I'm in Christ, the curse has no impact in me. And if it still holds, what should I do to set myself free from that curses? That's my question. Thank you. Thank you, sir. That's a very powerful question. That's a very powerful question. If I understand, if I understand the question very well, I'm trying to say something that, like, when you were young, you were stubborn, and your father or your parents cursed you, and but, um, as a matter of fact, you have now become a, a, a Christian. Does the curse still hold or as? Or as well as you have become a Christian, it has been taken away. Very good. It's a good question. Okay. The Bible says that if any man comes in Christ, he is what? If any man comes in Christ, he is what? A new creature. And the old things have passed away, and everything has become new. But I want to tell you this. Go and have a restitution with your parents. Go and have restitution with your son, with your, with your, with your, with your parents. 
So, as well as you were stubborn and your fathers cursed you, I am somebody who is very, very, very smart. I'm not saying that I'm smarter than everybody. Very good. Somebody is also saying something. So, I'm coming. Let me finish with that and I'll come with your, what you say. So, go and try your best and make restitution with your father. Reconcile with your father or that person that gets you the parent, the kind of parent that gets you. But if the person is dead and gone, then it is, it is waste. I tell you, as well as you have come in Christ, everything has passed away. But if that parent is alive, there is a spiritual law. So that law, you cannot break it. You need to go to the Father for Him to bless you. Go to the Father with a gift. A gift. Precious gift that you know that it will turn the heart of your Father. And then give it to Him. He will, he will bless you. He will bless you. When He lays His hands on you and bless you, oh, the curses are over. The curses have been there. He will bless you. He will bless you. But if the parents are dead, if the parents are dead, then the Bible says that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. So if the parents are dead, then you have no problem. God has taken the bed. That's why the Bible says that we should come unto the Lord. All ye that are heavy bearded, and he said he will give unto us rest. Rest. So when you come unto the Lord, he has the power to give you rest. So as you come unto the Lord, he will give you that rest to be free. And for that matter, if there is any curse, that curse will be lifted. Very good. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a great question, and it's a very good question, uh, uh, Joseph asks. It's a very good question. And let's open our Bible to First Corinthians. I'm using the scripture to explain what the Lord was saying. First Corinthians chapter 6, verses number 9 to 11. First Corinthians chapter 6, chapter 6, verse 9 to 11. I read, you see, do you know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. Do not be deceived, neither fornication, nor adulteries, nor uh, adulteries, nor homosexual, nor sodomites, verse 10, he said, nor thieves, nor convertors, nor drunkards, nor uh, rivalers, nor extortionists will inherit the kingdom of God. Verse 11, he said, and such were some of you. So the search is 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 uh, how he said you did something about you. You were very stubborn, so you were part of these people. At first, you were unrighteousness, like you were unrighteous at first. But now you are righteous, as the man of God said in Second Corinthians five seventeen that if a man be in Christ, a new creation. So all things as passed. He said, behold, all things are becoming new. So as you are a new person now, the Bible said, but you were washed and you were sanctified but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus. You have already given your life to the Father. You have already that uh, you have already sanctified your life to the Father. You are washed. If they are not alive, you are washed and you are no more unrighteous. You are now part of righteous people. So you are satisfied. Amen. Amen. That is very great. That is very great. So Joseph, now you understand the question. You, it's your question answered. Joseph, it's your question answered. Joseph, it's your question answered. Okay, thank you. That's very great. That's very great. That's very great. So anybody else with any kind of contribution? Let's take at least one question that we sum up. Let's take at least one question. If any question, 
if anybody's having any question, one question that will sum up. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. Such kind of um, Bible studies is very necessary to come and listen. Please come and listen. Because, you know, these messages have been recorded. And those who are going to listen to these messages, they are going to be blessed by your thoughts and your ideas. Such messages have been recorded. So, your, the people that are going to listen to it, they are going to be blessed. May God bless you indeed. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you. I pray that for you, that from today, whatever that your hand touches to do, may that succeed. Whatever you are doing on this earth, I pray that may doors be open unto you. Whatever you are believing God for, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. May the Lord give you. May God give you. May God give you. In the name of Jesus Christ. May God bless you and continue to shower his blessings over your life. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. God bless you.